My very favorite prophet is Jonah because he is such a slacker. The book of Jonah is funny, compelling, challenging, and a great read at only four chapters. It is next in line in my series about the best lines in the Bible with this line from chapter four. Jonah prayed to the Lord and said, O Lord, is this not what I said while I was still in my own country? That is why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning. For I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love and ready to relent from punishing. All right. Jonah was called by God to go to the city of Nineveh and tell the people there to repent from their evil ways. The only problem was that Nineveh was hated by everyone, and no Jew in his right mind would ever go there. So Jonah did just what you would expect someone to do who got a direct order from God. He hopped on a ship sailing in the exact opposite direction from Nineveh. He got on the ship and basically just went below deck to hide. Well, a storm arose, rocking the ship so severely, the sailors feared for their lives. The sailors begged Jonah to pray to his God, but Jonah said, just throw me overboard. He would rather die than go to Nineveh. So they threw him overboard and enter the great fish, the character we all remember most from Jonah who swallowed him up. When Jonah was in the fish's belly, he finally prays to God, and three days later, the fish vomits him up right on the shore of Nineveh. The slacker realizes he isn't going to get out of this, so he walks the 40 miles across Nineveh, preaching a five-word sermon in Hebrew. Forty days, and Nineveh will be overthrown. I don't think he worked hard on that sermon at all. Well, lo and behold, the king declares the whole city should repent and that even the animals should put on sackcloth and ashes and God sees their repentance and relents from punishing them. And Jonah is ticked off. I imagine he says the best line pretty much like this. Oh, Lord, is not this what I said while I was still in my own country? That's why I fled to Tarshish at the beginning. I knew that you are a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, ready to relent from punishing. Well, Jonah goes outside the city, sits under a bush and pouts. So God sends a worm to eat the leaves of the bush. And the next day, a sultry wind from the east Jonah grows faint in the heat and says, I want to die. To which God replies, Jonah, is it right that you are this angry about a plant? To which Jonah says, yes, I'm angry enough to die. To which God replies, you are angry about this plant, which you didn't grow or take care of. Isn't it right that I should care about Nineveh, where more than 120,000 people can't tell their right hand from their left and also all their animals? And that's how the book of Jonah ends, with that great question from God. I love how Jonah exposes how all of us pretty much want God to love and favor the people we love and favor. Jonah says it right out. 
He didn't want to go to Nineveh because he hated Ninevites and didn't want them to be loved and forgiven by God. And I love the subtle lesson God teaches. Well, maybe not too subtle. Jonah, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. It's not up to you. And thank heavens for that. Because really, who among us deserves the mercy of God? Not one of us. We all fall short. And Jonah ends suddenly on purpose, I think, so that we ask ourselves, would we really want to be the ones who get to choose who receives God's mercy? That's probably not a great idea. And God works even through slackers to bring about forgiveness. Thank heavens for that. And God gets to choose who God will have mercy on. Thank goodness for that. It's a great reminder to those of us who love to judge others. God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Thank goodness for that.